Hey sister, if you have recently had a miscarriage or you are worried about having one and would want to know what to do if you did to just have hope and to move forward, but really if you've been through this and it's it's hard and you're in a dark place right now and you just want to know what can you do to get out of it, then I know you will get a lot of hope from today's episode. Let's dive in. Hey sister, welcome to For the Love of Hormones podcast. Do you have a desire to get pregnant in God's design and be free from the pressure of going straight to IUI or IVF? Hey, I'm Becca. While I was blessed with two children, I then suffered from three miscarriages. I too felt emotionally wrecked anytime I was around a pregnant friend. I wanted to understand God's design for my body and how to care for it naturally, but I just kept telling myself that it was too complicated and I needed to be content with my circumstances. Until I found the answer, hormone health and tracking. In this podcast, you will find answers to all of your period, ovulation, and cycle questions so that you will be able to find the path for getting pregnant in God's design. So sister, for the love of hormones, put that pregnancy test stick down and grab your Bible, matcha green tea, and a journal because it's time for a come to Jesus and hormones meeting. So before we get started, I just want to thank each and every one of you who have left a review. I'm going to read one of them right now. Um, this recent one says, Becca, thank you for answering God's call to do this podcast. So good to know that we are not alone in this journey and you have been a great support by encouraging and teaching women about their fertility in a God-centered way. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, it just blesses me to see that this is... Um, been a blessing to you. And um, if you have not left a review yet, if you would just do me a hot favor and like take a hot minute and do that, that would um, just mean the world to me. And ultimately, you leaving a review lets me know what you think about the podcast and your feedback. And I love that. And I value it so greatly. And it also does this super cool thing where it allows the podcast to be seen by more people. And you guys, recovering from a miscarriage or you know, trying to get pregnant, it's a tough, tough space. And if you're here listening to that, um, I just ask that you would take a minute to pay it forward and leave a review because it does help um, this podcast to be seen by more Christ-following, Christ-honoring women who are in a hard season. So thank you so much for doing that. You can just scroll down and click write a review and tell me what you think. <laughs> um, give a little feedback and share that and that would be beautiful. So thank you so much. And also I want to invite you, if you have not checked it out yet, girl, I really, really would love for you to join me in the Fertility Framework course. This is an eight-week program that's going to help you understand your cycle, the root issues that you're having, and how to restore those issues naturally. You will finally get clarity and deeper answers on your journey to getting pregnant healthfully. So I want you to head right now to beccayon.com slash course and check it out and get started. So let's dive into today's episode, Four Steps to Miscarriage Recovery. So I want to start this off with a story about when I was recovering from my miscarriage. Um, I've had three. If you're new to the podcast, um, you can go back and listen to lots of episodes and learn more about me. But uh, my first miscarriage was a 15-week miscarriage, and it was absolutely devastating. Um, 
man, yeah. You guys can go back and listen to other episodes about the story of how it happened. But I, I'll just never forget. I, it just like was the darkest, most depressing days um, past um, finding out. Like, I mean, I remember finding out and having it confirmed and coming home. Um, I'm going to start crying. I remember coming home because my mom was watching um, my two older boys and uh, telling her like, um, you know, she's like, what is it? What's the gender? And I just shook my head and I just started crying. Um, it was, it was super heartbreaking. And, um, from that point forward, it, it, it was hard. It was actually at that time that I started to pour into God even more. For those of you who have heard my story, I, I had memorized a lot of scripture when I was a little girl in an Awana program, and God had flooded me with scripture constantly throughout the process of delivering our daughter. And and the Lord was so good, and it, it triggered me and reminded me that I needed to get back into memorizing scripture and reviewing it regularly. And so that was that was the hope that I clung to. But I do remember um, just sitting on my blue <laughs> recliner um, chair couch thing and just being so like desolate and depressed. And I texted, um, it was actually our pastor's wife. Um, she had been through several miscarriages as well. And so she was a, a huge source of hope for me to look to because I knew she had been through it and I knew that she understood. And I just remember texting her and saying, when does this ever get better? Because this is so depressing and this is so sad. And you just get to this really low point where you can't even see light anymore. And um, and it's really hard. So I'm very thankful for that special friend that I was able to cling to in that dark season. Um, and I want to share with you today four steps to help support you and your recovery from miscarriage. And so this is something that overall I absolutely clung to. This is a verse I memorized in college when I was running on a treadmill. Isn't that funny? Whenever you memorize scripture and you're doing some kind of movement or something, um, it will somehow that verse becomes associated with when you memorized it. But I remember um, specifically how the Lord brought this verse to me when I was actively delivering my past daughter and just kind of in those desolate, depressed, dark days. So this passage is from the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 46, verses 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. So here's our steps from the word of the Lord. Our step one is to refuge in God. Um, This word refuge in Hebrew, it is used as um, the person to whom one flees. God wants to be the person to whom we flee in the darkest days that we have. This word is also used as shelter and hope. The Lord wants to be our shelter. He wants to be our hope. And so my question for you, if you are if you are recently recovering from a miscarriage and um, you're just in your dark days, um, 
Are you refuging in God? Are you running to Him? Are you fleeing to Him? Are you taking shelter and hope in our God? Because it says that we can do that. God is our refuge and strength. Um, The second step is to receive our help from Him. So help, this word in Hebrew is Ezra. So that's a fun name if you ever have a son. Um, prayerfully, the Lord, let, um, please give this woman a son and uh, let his name be Ezra because it means help. And God, you are our help. You are our aid. We receive our help from you, Lord. Um, and as I was studying this passage, um, it says that the Lord is an ever-present help in times of trouble. And he brought to mind the the woman in Mark chapter 5, the bleeding woman in the time of Jesus. She'd been bleeding for over 12 years. She had spent everything she had on all kinds of doctors who promised to help her. And instead of getting better, she grew worse. But when she heard of Jesus, she knew that if she could just touch his cloak, just touch, not even him, but just just touch his clothes, like be close to his presence, just enough to, to touch his his coat. She knew she could be healed. And sure enough, that is exactly what happened in her faith. Um, her faith was beautiful. She turned to Jesus for help and she was restored. And so the Lord wants us to receive our help from him. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. And therefore, we will not fear no matter what happens. And it goes on to say, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. And girl, I know exactly how real this verse feels when you are, um, when you've just lost your baby. It feels like the earth is giving way. It feels like the mountains are falling into the heart of the sea. And it feels like waters are roaring and foaming all around you and you can't even take a breath. And it feels like the mountains are quaking with their surging. And, um, but, but God says, we will not fear because we refuge in God, our strength. We, we run to Him and ever-present help in trouble. We receive our help from God. And I also think of um, when it comes to not giving way to fear, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, when Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For um, I am gentle and humble in heart. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is asking for us to turn to Him, to come to Him, to not be afraid. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you. Jesus is sitting on His throne, my friend, and He sees your absolute broken desolateness. And He cannot wait for you to flee to Him, to take shelter and hope in Him, to receive help Ezra from him and to not give way to fear, but to come to him as we are weary and heavy laden and filled with anxiety. And we lift our eyes and all of these worries and cares to him. And he takes it all off of our shoulders. And we just get to sit next to him while he holds that. We don't have to hold that. And then the fourth step is Joshua 1.9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. 
Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Your next step, after sheltering and refuging in the Lord and receiving help from Him and not giving way to fear and letting Jesus hold that for you, is to take courage. And taking courage, I know it sounds like, Becca, I can't even, I can't even get off my couch right now. I can't even get off my bed. I can't even, I don't even want to cook for my husband. I don't even want to eat. I know it's, it's, it's hard, but um, we are to take courage and we can take courage when we refuge in the Lord and when we receive our help from Him and when we trust to give all of our anxious and worrisome thoughts over to Him and to not give way to fear. That's when we take courage. And um, I want to, I mean, I remember when um, I was in this really low place that you're at right now. And I heard of this, uh, I call her the crazy lady. (laughs) You may call me the crazy lady too. But um, this crazy lady was doing something called hormone coaching. And I just remember being at such a low place and just wanting answers. And at this point, I was charting my cycle. I knew how to do that. Although I didn't really know what it meant and I didn't know how to interpret what my cycle was doing, but at least I was charting my cycle and I was taking that first step. But I didn't know what to change in my diet or I didn't know what kind of supplements to take. I didn't know, um, I didn't know how to exercise with my cycle. I didn't, I didn't know the like the right lifestyle to do. I was very overwhelmed with um, searching Google for like how to do these things. And then um, a friend shared with me this podcast and I and I heard of this lady who did this hormone coaching thing and I and I looked at I looked at her up and I had a consult with her and I talked to my husband, Adam, and I was like, I don't know if this is going to work and um, I don't know if this is going to help, but I really feel like we should do this. And and I just remember being very unsure, but um, feeling like the Lord was saying, yes, like you need to work with Jamie. You need to um, get coaching from her. And that was my step of courage um, was to be coached um, be coached from her and be loved on by her. And I learned and grew so much um, and saw so much um, hope and restoration and peaceful days. And um, it was so beautiful that that's why I do what I do now. Um, I got trained to do the same thing that she does. So I just want to invite you to take a step of courage to understand what is going on inside of your body and um, take a minute to please refuge in God and receive your help from Him and do not give way to fear and be strong and courageous and um, really seek the Lord and, and ask Him if um, working with me inside of this incredible course that I've put together exactly for you, um, if that's what the Lord is directing you to, that you would say yes and you would take courage and do that. So you can go to beccayon.com slash course and check it out. And sister, I totally understand how you feel. It's it's a hard and low place. And you don't even want to cook dinner right now, but this is, I'm here for a reason and you're listening to this for a reason and you need to go look at that course and get started on it. Um, And uh, that's what we're here for. So let me just pray over you and I, and I encourage you to um, just take Psalm 46, one through three. And if you are in that season of recovering from miscarriage to write out that verse on a note card and put it on your bathroom mirror and say over and over and over, God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Let me pray over you. Lord Jesus, I just come before you and 
God, I know that this woman needs a space to just sit at your feet. And if she could just touch her cloak, Lord, she would be healed. And I pray that you would help her to flee to you, that her shelter and her hope and her refuge would be in you. I pray that you would be her Ezra and you would give her Ezra, Lord, um, that you would be her help and her aid, and that you would have mercy and grace on her and her faith in turning to you. I pray that she would cast every single thought of anxiety or doubt or fear or weariness. Um, I pray that she would just pass it to you and that you would hold that for her, Lord, and all that she needs to do is sit at your feet. And Lord, I pray that she would take steps of courage, that she would be strong and courageous, Lord. And um, if you are calling her to work with me, that she would just go and and do that, Lord, and um, and be so blessed and guided by you in it, Father. Um, God, I just pray for healing over her body. And I pray for restoration. I pray for answers. I pray for um God honored, God honoring support that she would have from from me, from friends, from family, Lord. Um, and I pray, Father, for a beautiful healing, a beautiful recovery, and um, time to do that, Lord. And that she would have a healthy pregnancy, that if one that is miraculously by you, not coated in fear or anxiousness or worry, but co- coated in joy and strength, and courage, Lord. I pray all these things in Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Literally just pause this, scroll on down, click write a review, and I promise it'll take two seconds, well, maybe like 25 seconds, and it would bless me so much to see what you thought about this episode and to hear your feedback. And also, if you could share this in a quick text message to the friend or family member that you were thinking of while listening to this episode, that would be awesome. It just lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you and other people. And girl, I pray that your progesterone is awesome. I'll meet you back next Thursday for another episode. Have a blessed day.